Psalms 103. Yes. We're reading verses 8 through 14. Yes. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always shine, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far had he removed our transgressions from us. Like as the Father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. Amen, amen. At this time, we'll have a selection from the choir. Thank you. 
again, we thank God that you, you chose any other place to go. You know, James, that you still can say you were going somewhere, but you chose here. And that was not by your incidents. You're on good ground today. And we know that in New Jerusalem, we know how to get a prayer through. And we're telling you that if you got any desires and you have been asking God, God's going to come through for you. We just ask that you just let us know so we can have a praise, praise God for what he's going to do for you in your life today. Hope something is said will, will be said through the word that's going to be offered you today to give you some direction and encouragement in your life. Amen? Amen. We love you and we're glad that you are here. Amen? Amen. You may take your seats and rest of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy to see a deacon in the house today. Amen. I, I see deacon, deacon Leonard, Sister Leonard. I kind of know when y'all be up to something. Because when I call y'all, y'all don't ask me. That lets me know y'all up to something. Because y'all don't want to tell Pastor a lot, so y'all just don't answer me. <laughs> I was trying to find out when y'all coming to my anniversary. I called both of y'all. I knew y'all was up to something. I was, you know that, don't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm so glad to see y'all. Yes, I'm so yes, very glad to see you. You know yes, that.
we know what time we have to be back, but we still can give God our praise and focus on why we came here. Amen? Amen. That's why we came here. Amen. Amen. Junior Ushers, I see how you're looking out there. You're looking real good. Amen. We appreciate, we appreciate your faithfulness and how you're looking. Looking like real, like Ushers out there. God bless you. I just bless you for how you're looking. Look beautiful. Pastor notices in the church. Notices. Amen? Amen. Amen. Dr. Frank Jenkins has kind of consented to bring the message for us today. Then this, 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 this is the gospel, uh, gospel theologian. He knows the word of God. He can speak. He's old enough to speak for himself. And um, I'm glad that he's here. And he, I know he has a word for us today. Amen? Amen. Let us sit back and see what God has to say to us from him. So the next voice that you will hear after the choir gives us this Holy, Holy Ghost rendition of whatever they're going to do for the Lord, you'll hear the voice of Reverend Dr. Frank Jenkins. Hear you him. Amen? Amen.
And His grace is truly amazing. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It's certainly good to be here today. Thanking God for putting it in your mind. Not to allow the rain to stop you. Thankful for the pastor giving me the opportunity All to right. bring a word today. Thank you. Thank God for all of this pulpit power. Right. The pastor, Reverend Lyle, and Reverend Cook. Praise God for Freedom. these beacons. Servants of God. Yeah. 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 You all sound like you want to have church. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I want to call your attention to the gospel that is recorded by John, yeah. chapter 1. And I'm only going to read about three verses. Reading from the New King James Version, the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verses 1, 2, and 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. 14, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us mm -hmm. and beheld His glory. Yes, thank you, Lord. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. All right. uh -huh. You may be seated. Speaking, there never was a time 
when there was no God. And in that, there never was a time when there was no God. There never was a time when there was no Jesus. Because Jesus is God. We're blessed in that we have three distinct persons in one divine essence or one divine substance. They are one, but they are distinct from each other. The Father is not the Son. Son is not the Father. The Holy Spirit is neither the Father nor the Son. But all three of those distinct persons are God. You say, Jacob, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't compute mathematically. We're not speaking mathematically. We're speaking the truth. He says, in the beginning was the Word. Uh, in the beginning was the eternal Logos in the Greek. Uh, a very learned Jew, Philo of Alexandria, tried to, in his writings, bridge the gap between humanity and God. But he failed to do it with clarity. And he used the word logos in the Greek, which really means reason or word. But John, in the power of the Holy Spirit, invested Jesus to bridge the gap between humanity and God. Which is something that Philo and others were groping, trying to do. But they were unable to do it. In other words, John, under the power of the Holy Spirit, made it known that what Philo was groping for to explain uh, the chasm, if you will, between humanity and divinity or deity is the word, which is God. What do you mean in the beginning? As far back as man can think. Yes, sir. In the beginning, the word was existing. The term word in the common Greek is logos, which means speaking a message or word. Logos was widely used in Greek philosophy, philosophical literature. The question might be asked, uh, why is there nothing? The Christian answer is God. All right. That's why I heard nothing because he's self-derived, he's self-sustained. And the gospel here in John goes on to explain not only was the word with God, not only was he in the beginning, the word is God. What does that mean? That he was in company with God. Eternally, he had and still has an eternal relationship with God. He was there in the creation. All three of these distinct persons were there in Genesis and and you might say, well, I don't remember they said anything about the Holy Spirit, but it says the Holy Spirit hovered over the water. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, sir. Yeah. Yeah, they were all there. Yes, sir. Right now. Mm-hmm. In the beginning. Mm-hmm. 
not only is Jesus the Word, not only is He uh, with God, not only is He a company word, it says all things mm -hmm. were made by Him, and without Him, nothing was made. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. How is it that in Paul's writing, the Gnostics are those group, philosophical group, didn't understand that when the word says that he was over all creation, it didn't mean that he was a creature. How could he be a creature if he created everything? All right, all right. Yeah. In fact, Paul writes Colossians 2 and 9 the fullness of the Godhead dwelt bodily in Christ Jesus. In other words, everything that the Godhead Godhead is and was dwelt bodily in Christ Jesus. And when it said he was the firstborn from the dead didn't mean that he was the first creature born because he's the creator. What does that mean, Jenkins? First in rank, first in time. First fruit of those that are falling asleep, the gospel said. What does that mean? An Old Testament term which speaks about the first ear of corn off the stalk is indicative of the fact there will be more corn coming. So Jesus, first fruit of those that are falling asleep, first to die and be resurrected, never to die again. All right. Lazarus was raised up, but he died again. Jesus, first to die and be resurrected, never to die again. I'm going to mention an occasion here, not that I'm a Greek philosopher, but we need to speak about certain things because the Bible was written in three languages, Hebrew, Greek, and Aramaic. And John wrote this particular gospel to speak to the world of Greek-speaking folk. All right. Yeah, all the gospel writers was writing to all of us, but they had a specific audience mm -hmm. in particular. Yeah, we know about Hebrew and we know about Greek, a little is said about Aramaic. Aramaic comes from the word Aram, ancient Syria. Going back to the fact that John invested the word with a new meaning. To give us understanding, to give us clarity. That's what the Bible is all about. Understanding and clarity. It's not meant to confuse us because God is not a God of confusion. Amen. Some people shy away from the book of Revelation, but God intended for us to study prayerfully the word of Revelation because He meant for us to understand that too. All things were made by him, but not without him, but nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men. John uses certain terms life, light. And he's not just speaking physically, there's a spiritual application to life. All right, all right. 
Yeah, we have a physical life, but uh, we wouldn't have a physical life if it wasn't for God. And certainly we wouldn't have spiritual life if it wasn't for God. But in order to have a spiritual life, we have to look at the word uh, that stands out in the book of John, and that word is believe. The children of Israel, many of them fell in the wilderness because of unbelief, for yeah, yeah. a lack of faith, without believing. Yeah, yeah. They wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years. Yeah, yeah. It should have taken them maybe a few months to get there. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't believe. Many of us are groping in darkness now, uh, does not realize that the Great light, as Isaiah has said, has come mm -hmm. because many of us don't believe. All right. Are we to rationalize all of the things in the Bible? No. Many of the things that we don't understand. I don't even understand how uh, Jesus was born for a virgin, but I believe it. All right. <laughs> God does not require us to rationalize and understand everything, but he enables us through the power of the Holy Spirit to believe. I want to know if you believe today. Yes, it's necessary To believe that Jesus is the Christ. Yeah. Yes. The word has always been in a relationship with God. Both yeah. Father and Son are God. Yeah. Yet there is but one God. Yeah. Three distinct persons in the Godhead or in the Trinity in one divine essence yeah. in one nature in one character yeah. as I said before why is there something rather than nothing yeah. the Christian answer is God he is eternal the creator of all things yeah. 1 Corinthians 8 and 6, Colossians 1 and 16, Hebrews 1 and 2. Jesus came to reveal the Father. John 1, 14 and verse 18. I know we sometimes say that an old hymn says I found the Lord and he has made me glad. We didn't find the Lord because he never been lost. We came to the Lord because he was seeking out us. Life in Christ, both physical and spiritual, come from him. Jesus is the source of life, is also the light of men. He is the opposite from darkness, which denotes sin and death. Denotes ignorance. That's why Paul said on one occasion, I will not have you ignorant, brother. He wasn't meaning to be derogatory, but he said, I don't want you to be misinformed, to lie in ignorance, and you can be informed. If you believe in the marvelous light, right. yes. 
that through the power of the Holy Spirit enable us to be reconciled and see the light that suspends all darkness. Do you love him today? Say again.
But he said, I lay down my life because I'll take it up again. He lived on earth for about 33 years. The ministry was about three years. Walk with me if you will. And I said of the Via Delarosa, which means a painful pain that led from Jerusalem to Calvary. In relief that the Lord, yes, that Jesus was carrying the old rugged cross. Heaven Lord. He said in the garden of Gethsemane, if this cup can pass from me, nevertheless, not my will, but my will be done. Yes, he died, but he lives today. I know that he lives because he lives in me.
that fruto in Indian Town on Saturday, this Saturday at 3 p.m. I will do the, the, the eulogy and I will do the grave the graveside committal service. Okay, so I will let you know. As I get more information on the address, I will let you know. Okay, anyone that wants to go, but Pastor will be in place and do what he's supposed to do for her. Amen. 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 Anyone that wants to stay on to the next service, we got out here in great time. There will be refreshments in the back for you if you want to stay. There's some refreshments for you if you want to stay on till the next service. Amen. Amen. Now that Dr. James come and give us the benediction. Thank you, Dr. James. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all. Let each of us say. Thank you.